What up, what up? This is Straight the Clipper in the house coming at you with another episode of Bring the Noise Podcast. And uh, this week's episode is going to be a, a two-part, all right? This is going to be a part one and a part two. So we're not going to condense it all in the one week because, well, guess what? It's a double disc to begin with. You heard me talking about double discs and all that shit that was going on in the 90s on the Nas I Am album. For some reason, that got me thinking of double-disc albums. So guess what? We're finally going to be touching on one of the most just amazing figures in hip-hop, a legend, uh, a myth. There's just so much behind this dude. You probably know who I'm going with, but I'm going to choose a, an odd one like I usually do. So we are going to do an album from the one, the only Tupac. And the album I chose to do is his 1997 and his first posthumous album, Are You Still Down, released November 25th, 1997. So obviously, we all know there's so, we all know everything there really is to know about Tupac, right? He is literally one of the most just polarizing figures in not just hip-hop, but in music in general. I mean, they teach his poetry in colleges and this, and, you know, there's movies, there's documentaries... I mean, so many things about the guy, right? Obviously, uh, when talking about his albums, you know, All Eyes on Me is his first double-disc album with Death Row. That's obviously, arguably, his, uh, you know, best album to a lot of people. Me, personally, I think uh, Me Against the World is his best album, but... Uh, that's not, and that's not even my favorite. My favorite album from him is Strictly for My End. So it's the way you can break it down. My favorite is that one. I think his best is Me Against the World. Not, and I think All Eyes on Me is right behind that. Honestly, is his second best. Don't get it twisted. Uh, a lot of people like the Machiavelli Seven Day Theory album, but I decided to go with this. So he had a string of albums after he passed away, right? Until the End of Time was a double disc. Uh, Better Days was a double disc. Then you had Loyal to the Game, Pox Life, and all that. And while those albums have some good songs on it, uh, a lot of it was just remixed to make it sound newer. Now, obviously, on this album, a lot of shit was remixed, too. But to me, uh, it was remixed for the better on this one, except for a few songs. And when we go through it, obviously, we'll touch on that. But... Uh, when I listen to Until the End of Time, you know, there are some really good songs on there. And then there's just some songs that I'm like, nah. And the newer they get, you know, loyal to the game. No offense to Eminem. Eminem's obviously an amazing artist. But, like, the production is repetitive. The slowing down of the lyrics and everything. I just wasn't a fan of that album. Wasn't a fan of Pox Life. Better Days had some good jams on there. But it seemed as they went on, they just got... You know, I just didn't like him as much. So, obviously, Machiavelli was also released after his death, but he had full creative control on on that. This is the first album he did that he didn't oversee or have any control, uh, you know, over at all. So, it was put out on his mom's label, that uh, Amaru Entertainment. So, uh, that was her imprint, you know, off of 
off of uh, what she had started after he had passed away with Interscope and Jive. And there's a bunch of different producers that came in. So the thing with this album is these are all songs that were recorded in the time period of the Strictly For My Ends album, Thug Life Volume 1, and Me Against the World. So uh, granted, out of all of his albums, this one, sure, it is all over the place, but they're at least from the same time period. So a lot of the stuff that he's rapping about, and maybe that's why I, I like this one so much, is because that's like my favorite time period of Pac for me in general. You know, uh, I love the energy and the anger on All Eyes on Me, but I like when he was still pretty conscious and still, you know, not quite like, you know, at the grip of fucking death, basically, with which what he was on his Death Row uh, album. So this album is just... To me, it's dope. It's also the first album that me and my brother ever got. So surprise, surprise, I tend to go with those a lot, right? Um, So we thought we were getting all eyes on me back in 1997. And I was probably in like fourth grade, third grade, something like that. And we got this album. We were pissed off, man. We were like, dude, we wanted all eyes on me. You know, we ordered it. It got sent in the mail. And we got, are you still down? We're like, man, this is bullshit. And then we started listening to this album, and then we were like, you know what? Actually, this album's pretty fucking dope. Like, it may not be all eyes on me, but, you know, it's definitely my favorite album uh, from him after his death. And I think it stacks up against, you know, I like it better than Tupacalypse, and I love Tupacalypse, you know? Like, I probably have it in a top five of Pac's, you know, uh, list when it comes to his albums, personally. You know what I mean? Like... That's that's just me. I think uh, I think a lot of people would agree too. So there is a lot of remixing going on on this uh, album. So, like I said, these songs were recorded between 1992-94, um, with of course the definition of a thug end that was previously on the 1993 soundtrack to Poetic Justice, and then the song "I Wonder If Heaven Got a Ghetto." was first released as a B-side on the 1993 single, Keep Your Head Up. Layla was the producer on there. You heard me talk about Layla and Above the Laws um, album, uh, Living Like Hustlers. So Layla had that original production. So those songs uh, had already been released before. They just got touched up or got remixed or whatnot. And then the song, I'm Getting Money, is technically unreleased, but it's the exact same lyrics as the song Straight Ballin' off of the Thug Life Volume 1, released in 94. Um, but, man, let me tell you, uh, I'm getting money. I like that a hell of a lot more in Straight Ballin'. But uh, that's disc two. We'll worry about that on next week's episode. So, like I said, we're going to bust this up into two different episodes. This week is disc one. Next week will be disc two. So... Uh, for production on this, we had a, a production group by the name of We Got Kids Production. Not much known about this. these guys. Um, they came in, kind of touched up or just completely remixed things. Um, some people say for the better. Some people say not. Uh, it is what it is. I like their beats. I think they did a good job, and we'll get into that. Also, QD3, Shell Shock and Carlin, Mike Mosley and Ricky Rouse, who's apparently a part of We Got Kids production. They had some uh, production on this as well. And so the thing with Are You Still Down is this was kind of the name of like several handwritten track lists that Tupac had written down in 93 and 94. And like I said, features unreleased songs that either 
didn't get on anything or some of the songs he had planned for this Are You Still Down album ended up on Me Against the World or Thug Life Volume 1. So just to kind of go through what he had jotted down and and just kind of what he was, you know, and they have like these papers of what he had wrote down. So here's a list of what he had wrote down for Are You Still Down. He had number one, Are You Still Down, Bury Me a G, Lord Knows Temptations, which Bury Me a G ended up on Thug Life, Temptations ended up on Me Against the World, Death Around the Corner, Nothing to Lose, Dear Mama, uh, Straight Ballin', Hellraiser, uh, Thugs Get Lonely 2, Running from the Police, Out on Bail, Only Fear of Death, and then Can't Hold Back with Spice One was one of the lists that he had wrote down. And he had like a bunch of these like kind of similar songs. He had another one that he wrote down, uh, High Till I Die, My Only Fear of Death, Temptations, Straight Ballin', Hold On, Be Strong, Dear Mama, Lord Knows, Are You Still Down, Death Around the Corner, Hellraiser, um, Fuck the World, and then Thugs Get Lonely too. And so he just had like a few of these that he had obviously been planning some sort of an album titled Are You Still Down? And then while he was also in jail... Uh, during this time, you know, because he was in jail when Me Against the World had dropped, he thought he was going to be in jail till at least 1999. So he had planned on releasing some of these songs through Interscope to be uh, an album while he was in there because he didn't think he was going to get out anytime soon. Obviously, Death Row came, bailed him out, or Suge Knight did, and then this album just never happened. But it was supposed to be released in December of 95. Now, what that looked like Here's a track list that ended up looking like that. It was supposed to be My Block, America Eats Its Young, which if you've never heard that song, it's fucking ridiculous. Uh, Out on Bail, another one. Um, they Wonder Why They Call You Bitch, the pre-Death Row version, where the lyrics were slightly different a little bit, and obviously the beat too. Beat was actually pretty similar, pretty much the same, but just some tweaking. Uh, Thugs Get Lonely too. Where Do We Go From Here, Nothing To Lose, the Hellraiser, When I Get Free, High Till I Die, My Only Fear of Death, Hold On, Sucker for Love, which is ends up being Due for Love, and then Are You Still Down? So you can tell he had plans for a lot of these songs that he was going to do something with them, right? You know, and then it just never happened. And then obviously around this time, he also had the song Changes and God Bless the Dead, which ended up on his greatest hits the next year after this album had dropped. Um, and those were all kind of songs that he had made around that time. And then uh, that time period didn't really come back up again till Eminem got him for Loyal to the Game, uh, where a lot of songs he had recorded in that particular time period um, got remixed again pretty much until the end of time. And Better Days are all like Death Row period for the most part. But this one was all that 92 to 94 range and anyway there's just a kind of a little history uh on it not like super super deep into it but uh that's just something i would go through if you want to learn more there is a dj by the name of dj scandalous he's got a whole thing on uh youtube that he goes by song for song and he goes real in depth to Pac. Uh, so shout out to him. Go check his shit out because he's got tons of knowledge on all that and does really good work. So anyway, that's just a little brief history on what's going on on this album. 
Um, and like I said, November 25th, 1997 is when it was dropped. Had two singles, I Wonder If Heaven Got a Ghetto, September 21st, 97, and then Do For Love, September, or I'm sorry, February 27th, 1998. Um, and I, I mean, obviously this album did good. It was the first album to come out after his death. Uh, so it definitely, within weeks, head went gold. And it just, obviously people didn't know this. Like after this, when a new one would drop, it seemed that people just knew like, oh, yeah, here's another one. Oh, here's another Pac, you know, because it was like until the end of time, the next year, better days, the next year, loyal to the game, a few years late, you know, so you're just like, oh, yeah, there's another one. But this one was a shock to people when this one came out, like, oh, shit, you know, we get some new Pac material, you know what I mean? And it's a really good album, honestly, obviously, and I should say it eventually ended up going four times platinum. So, you know, <laughs> obviously, it's a Pac album. Uh, and I don't really need to go into the history of Tupac because anybody who knows anything about hip hop or anything, we all know what Tupac's about, right? So uh, let's just dive into this bad boy. Uh, number one, we got a song called Redemption. So this isn't really a song. It's more of just an intro. You got the We Got Kids production and Ricky Rouse on this. And this is pretty much just like this little guitar riff coming in and... Uh, it's just Pac just basically saying, I'm the king. Yeah, thug life, bitch, going out like that. I'm the king, and just kind of repeats that over and over and over and over and over again. And it goes, honestly, a little too long, but, you know, nonetheless, it is what it is. And that's really all I got to say about that. You guess, you just kind of go right past it. So anyway, let's play uh, that clip, number one, Redemption. Disc one, Are You Still Down from Tupac? Let's go. back like i said very forgettable <laughs> you know that's really all i got to say about that but it does roll into open fire which is like the true first song on on this album and let me tell you if you know Pac, you come in stomping so you know on this one it's not that we got kids you got uh, um action so action spelled a-k-s-h-u-n so like sean action um, and it's, so this song comes in and it's, it's, it's hard. All right. Um, and it's, you, you get the bass coming in. It's like, all right, now here we go. And you know, Pac just comes in swinging, like, tell me how many real motherfuckers feel me. I smoke a blunt and freak the funk until those jealous motherfuckers feel me. I'm out the gutter, pick a hero. I'm 165 and staying high till I die. My competition zero, you know, coming in like that. Uh, you know, and obviously one thing you got to say about Pac even if you, you know, he may not be the most lyrical of some of these guys out here. I get it. Even his flow, they might say, ah, uh, you know, he's got the same flow, this, that, whatever. Okay, I get it. There's some better flowers out there. There's some better lyricists out there, 100%. But there's one thing about Pac that cannot be denied, even if you're a hater of him, the feeling. This guy puts so much feeling into every song that he makes that you feel that shit. 
you feel like you you can't help but feel what he's going through, what he's saying, and it just gets you amped and it gets you hype. And you know, I think a lot of people think that because he's become such this like you know icon after death that everyone thinks he's overrated or this or that or whatever. And it's like, nah, dude, he ain't overrated. All right. There's a reason why he is who he is and why he's such this, you know, stature in hip hop, even so many years after his death. It's because he brought something that not a lot of MCs have been able to do. And that's just the feeling like that he just has like nobody. I've never really met too many other artists. You know, Nas can do it to a degree, and some other artists out there can, but not quite like Pac can. You know what I mean? Like, when he's sad and he's got to sell, you feel that shit. When he's fucking, you know, paranoid and whatever, it's like, all of a sudden, you feel it. Like, you feel like you're there with him, like, in his brain, like, holy fuck, you know? And you feel him on this one, too. Like, he is just coming in like, ends, no, I ain't the one to sleep on. I'm under pressure, gotta sleep with my piece. An extra clip inside my dress. A word of God, I've been ready to die since I was born, you know? And so this is also, after this, you start to hear more shit that even at that time, he's rapping about his death. And he's rapping about all this shit that people talk about uh, since he, you know, died and everything. About how he was, like, predicting his own death and whatnot, you know? And even so this, you know, this is basically him opening fire on his fucking haters, his adversaries. You know, there is no hook. It just all of a sudden goes, all right, now here we go. Verse two, these motherfuckers got my ass in traffic. Will it be tragic? I'll be coming around the corner like a magic. Doing 90 on the freeway and hitting switches in a high speed chase with these punk bitches. You know, like now he's painting this picture. He's getting chased. You know, people are behind him. He's running. You know, he's doing this shit again, this beat. Is just killing it. He's killing it. And, you know, his verse three is even fucking crazier. He comes in, you know, he already said he's doing 90. Now he's doing 90 on the corner. Aw, shit. Them bitches right behind me take a shot and then they hit my tires. Now I jump out the car and open fire, suckers. Uh, You know, just coming in with that heat. Man, I tell you what, this song is, again, you're a Pac fan, he's gone, you don't think you're getting any more music from him, and then you get this, and it sounds like a legit, I get it, he didn't have creative control over any of this, so whether this is how he would have wanted it to be, you know, who knows, obviously, we'll never know that, but nonetheless, for fans, like, how could you ask for more? Open it up like this, open fire, come on now, let's play that clip. Open fire from Are You Still Down? Remember Me, Disc One, Tupac Shakur. Hit it. Tell me how many real motherfuckers feel. I smoke a blunt and freak the fuck the city. Jealous motherfuckers kill me. I'm out the gutter, pick a hero. I'm on 65 and staying out till I die. My competition's zero. Cause I can give a fuck about you. You better duck. Go off be forced to hit your ass up. I give a fuck. I'm sick inside my mind. Why you sweat? It's gonna take an army full of wicked ass cops to come and get me. Niggas know I ain't the one to sleep on. I'm under and we are back. Ooh, I told you. And that gives us right into the title fucking song, Are You Still Down? Remember Me at number three. So, again, a history behind this. So, this one's produced by uh, Tony Pizarro and Tupac himself. Uh, there's a couple versions of this out there. And Tupac's always been known for this, even when he was alive, you know, like doing a song and then doing complete, like even Holla If You Hear Me was a completely different song than the album version that came out, you know, and this is no different. So he's got a version out there that's produced by Shock G, where two of the verses off this are the same. 
the last verse on this song is different um, and the first verse on the other version, and they're completely different. Like, first off, the Shock G version, as you can imagine, is funky, completely different feel, the way he's rapping. I like both of them. They both have a different feel. My hope is that one day they'll take these original songs and kind of compile them up together and just throw out like a massive, like, you know, because us Pac fans, we, of course, we want to hear it. I think at the time they wanted to remix it to make it sound like he was coming up with music, like whatever year that was. Even the shit that Eminem did. Thing is, though, is like, even with Eminem's album, The Ghetto Gospel, bro, you listen to the original Ghetto Gospel. Me personally, I think the original is way better than the one with Elton John. Um, and I think it's, I, I think we're, I think Pac fans would enjoy to hear the original form and how he did it. You know what I mean? And that's not taking anything away from that one, and that's not taking anything away from these songs either. He also has another Are You Still Down with uh, with John B., completely different. That was with Death Row. Um, pretty much nothing to do. It just has the same title or whatever. But this one is is dope, though, too. The album version, they're both in their own way uh, the Shock G version in this one, very, very awesome. Um, and I love this one. I love the other one, too. Uh, and you can only really find them on YouTube from people that have uploaded them up. And you can find all the OG versions. You know, someone has uploaded Until the End of Time OG versions. Some of them, you know, some of the remix versions are better. And some of them on here, I will say, I do believe they are better. Uh, this one and the other Are You Still Down are pretty just, honestly... I like them equally as much, me personally. That's just that's just how I feel about it. But anyway, that's just a little background on that. So this song, dope-ass beat, dope-ass shit going on. You know, he comes in, are you still down? Hits him up with, a, now I've been at him, it's on, and I was raised to be strong, and mama told me be a thug until the day I was born. I came up out the gutter, never changed my style. I got real for the papers because my game was wild, and the famous plotting trying to change, man. And what is strange that nobody knew my name for the game, and now the whole world's calling me a killer. All I ever did was try to reach the kids and try to be real, you know, just doing what Pac's known for over an ill-ass beat. And that, again, I like the beats on here it's different from anything that he has even on his older uh albums and again it is and in some of the beats are the same they've just been tweaked around a little bit and again it's from my favorite you know time of Pac that 92 to 94 era which I guess you know call it what you want that's just my favorite era of him and you know so he starts off that verse one uh, just coming through, you know, I wonder if they'll listen to an end when he's gone. Are you still down? Raise him up. Are you still down? Raise him up. Dope ass fucking, you know, uh, hook coming in. And then he gets in. I'm getting high. So what end think he touched the sky? Turned tough inside. Then I rushed to die. Living life as a thug. Time to force the truth. What's going on with the wasted use? Please, God, can you save me? Had to work with what you gave me. And now we end going crazy. I can't read the signs because I'm blind. And then need a nine because times ain't what they used to be. You know, going in like that. Obviously, he's still very paranoid and very just aggressive and everything and uh, you know, which is what people enjoyed about Pac. Uh, a lot of people did anyway. Unfortunately, his pain ended up being a lot of people's uh, savior. So, you know, call it what you want, but that's what Pac was always about anyway. 
And so, are you still down? You know, obviously the song's just wondering, are you still down? His verse three goes at you. I wrote this for my critics and my enemies. Last year, you used to love me, huh? Remember me? Now you hate me with a passion. Trying to get me stuck in the mix, and I'm staying sharp. Got no time for them tricks. And they wonder if I'm going to jail. Well, just as well, because my life is in the streets. It's like a living hell. I can't sleep. Got my phone tapped. So, you know, just hitting you with that Pac shit, and that's why sometimes people will say, oh, he raps about the same shit he raps about. You know, this dude was, like, just cranking out songs all the time. Uh, and what, and like I said, you just feel this shit. You feel this song where he's like, man, y'all used to love me. Now I'm going through this. Are you still down? Do you still remember me? You know, his outro is like, give them motherfuckers the finger. Raise them up. Y'all hoes can't fade me. Thug, life, ends be the sickest you feel me now get that shit written down god damn took four years in a motherfucking case for these motherfuckers to feel me ain't that a bitch i love you know and that's the thing this album just holds a certain part to me obviously it's one of the first ones i ever heard from him and i've listened to this album a lot and i've grown with this album i didn't understand a lot of shit when i was in third grade listening to this album got older listening to it again was like man this is even better. I've gotten even older and, you know, listened to it even more and just been like, you know, I get it's a compilation. I get he had no oversee over it, but, you know, it's just a well put together uh, posthumous album, honestly. I, I, I love this album. So let's play that fucking clip. Are you still down? Remember me off the same album. Are you still down? Remember me. Tupac, 1997. Let's go. Now I'm an adamant son. I was raised to be strong. And mama told me be a thug since the day I was born. I came up out the gutter, never changed my style. Got for real about my papers because the game was well. And the fame was a block to try to change me. And what's strange is nobody knew my name for a day. Now the whole world's calling me a killer. All I ever did was try to reach the kids with the real all the time I was born. And never heard my friends. And we are back. And that leads us into number four. This song is... Whew. This one goes hard as shit. I mean, like, hard as two-day-old shit. You know what I'm saying? As number four is Hellraiser. You got Stretch and Val Young and The Hook. So this was originally produced by The Live Squad. It's been remixed by QD3 on this album. Uh, the remix is, like, fucking light years better than the original. I don't care what anyone says. The original is nowhere even near this one. This beat is hard as fuck, and he comes in just absolutely annihilating this fucking beat. I'm I'm not even joking. Like, QD3 rips this shit up. You know, it comes in, major, hell motherfucking yeah. This one goes out to my end, Mike Cooley, hell yeah. Mama raised a hell razor. He comes in, and that beat's kind of going. You got the little piano, and then the beat, the bass comes in. He goes, born thugging, heartless and mean, mugging at 16 on the scene, watching fiends bugging, kicking up dust with the older G's, soaking up the game that was told to me. I ain't never touched a gat that I couldn't shoot. I learned not to trust a bitch from the prostitutes. And I mean the energy that he's coming in here, you know, like basically just being like, mother, what's up, you know? And elementary wasn't meant for me. Can't regret it cause I'm heading for the penitentiary I'm cutting classes and bucking and blasting straight mashing You know, rolling up like that Can you feel me? And I mean, he just keeps getting more just aggressive as the song goes on You know, dear lord, can you save me? It's just getting major 
uh, and then Stretch comes in going, Mama, raise a hell, raise a stress getting major. Lord, be my savior. While the girl's singing, hell, raise a, you know, just singing that shit. And Stretch, you know, I've always liked Stretch's voice anyway. So when he's coming in like, Mama, raise a hell, raise a stress getting major. Lord, be my savior. Comes in on verse two. Tell me, Lord, can you feel me? Show a sign. uh, Damn near running out of time. Everybody's dying. Mama, raise the hell, raise I can't figure why you let the police beat down ends. I'm starting to think that the rich, I'm starting to think all the rich in the world is safe while the pole baby's rushing to an early grave. You know, spitting that real shit, which one thing, again, you can't, one thing about Pac is he's, you know, whether the shit happened to him, whether it's stuff he's seen, the man is one of the realest motherfuckers out there. I always laugh when people are like, ah, he's fake. He was this, you know, I'm like, bro, I mean, you, you don't pour that much emotion and shit into your songs if you ain't real. I, that's just a bunch of people hating because they don't know shit about hip hop and they trying to be like, ah, he overrated, you know, and I'll tell you right now, no, I don't have Tupac as my number one MC. I don't, you know, he might not even be in my number five, but he is in my number 10. He is in my top 10. I guarantee you that if you don't have Pac in your top 10, I don't know, man, Uh, you know, like that, what he's done for hip hop and what he's done, I get uh, towards the end there with his death row days, which is why I always liked his earlier shit more anyway, because he was conscious. He was, you know, just for the upliftment of African-Americans and everything, you know. Uh, anyway, we let's not let's not get off track on that shit, because he's still ripping this shit. And my hand on the 16-shot semi-automatic crooked cop killing Glock. Tell me, Lord, can you feel me? You know, just hitting you with that shit. Um and uh, dear Lord, you know, stress getting major. Lord be my savior. Hits that chorus again. Verse three comes in. Uh, same shit. Dear Lord, can you hear me? It's just me, a young end trying to make it in these rough streets. I'm on my knees begging, Lord, come save me. The whole world done made an end crazy. They got my 335.7, can't control it. Screaming, die, motherfucker, when he's loaded. Everybody run for cover. Oh, shit. Thug life, mother... And I mean, on this third verse, he's he's getting more shit. Yo, thug life, motherfucker, duck quick. Now am I wrong if I don't worry me? Or now I'm wrong and... Uh, I'm sorry. Now am I wrong if I am? Don't worry me. Because if I die getting high, then they'll bury me. Dear Lord, can you hear me? Tell me why. Little girl like Latasha had to die. She never had. She never saw the bullet, just heard the shot. Her little body couldn't take it. It shook and dropped. Now, over Tupac's career, he has brought up Latasha many times. Uh, the girl that was killed over a bottle of juice in a Korean store in California, which also led to... A lot, you know, the rift between African Americans and Koreans, and obviously the riots that took place because this happened just like literally a like a week or two after Rodney King had gotten beaten by the police. So like there is, you know, a lot of shit going on, and he has talked about this in a lot of songs, lots of songs, even on his Strictly for My Ends, all sorts of shit. And this isn't the only song he talks about it on this album, um, you know. And then he even says, when I saw it on the news, how they bucked the girl, killed Latasha. Now I'm screaming, fuck the world. Uh, and like I said, you know, you feel that. Like, you feel like you're getting me, man, fuck the world. How are they going to kill, you know what I mean? That, again, that's something that Pac do that it's it's undeniable, man. You can't deny it. So let's play that clip. Hellraiser from the album, Are You Still Down? Remember Me, disc number one from Tupac himself. 
played at. told you man you gotta feel that one gotsta and that leads us into our next track which is a track by the name of thug style so this one is also remixed from we got kids production originally uh from chris rosser and conrad rosser uh so this one at least the beat is somewhat similar you can kind of it's not completely different like hellraiser it's just been updated some more stuff added like a little bit of a piano again i like this one better than the original uh, that's just me personally again. And I think, again, that's why I like this album because the remixes that were done, I think they were done for the better, most of them. The remixes that were done later on those other albums, uh, I just don't think they were done for the better. And maybe that's because I'm not exactly the biggest fan of the production in uh, the from you know the 2000s to 2010. I'm just not the greatest. Not saying there isn't bangers and there isn't stuff that I don't like from there obviously i was just talking highly about Nas's albums i've done people under the stairs and stuff like that but um a lot of the mainstream beats i wasn't really fucking with at that time but this one i'm fucking with most of this shit so this beat kind of comes in and it's him talking at the beginning like you know like people talking about him like fuck him he ain't from new york that motherfucker be out in cali yo fuck tupac uh blah 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 you know this that you know ain't he going to jail fuck them and then he's like fuck you too and uh he rolls in, I'm in this motherfucker, you know, uh, what, what, what are we going to do? Fuck everybody laughing and shit. And he comes in, hit me, I got my Hennessy, find your foes in the room full of ends, trying to hide your hoes. I'm getting high off the Buddha because the times are slow. Keep my mind on the dough, never find me broke. And who, and who me? And living sort of like a G. And this beat's got a lot laid back, so he's not coming with as much aggressive aggression like he did on hellraiser but with a song like hellraiser i feel like you had to come with with the aggression where the original hellraiser he doesn't come with the aggression this one is pretty cool uh and it's just you know this is him talking about fucking thug style how he does his shit uh thug life is in full swing at this time you know and uh tuma ends up in quentin down on Rikers Island, stay round, but an end gotta use a style. And then it comes in, these ends don't know my style. Crooked smile, juvenile was a problem trial. Try to put me on a cross, but my force is wild. Bitch made ass ends don't know my style. These ends don't know my style. Repeats that over again. Verse two. He comes in, I could be wrong, but I never got along with cops. They stay stuck and making ends duck from the Glocks. Freeze, freeze all the time, mind full of thoughts. Ends and I'm rolling bucket and I thought I bought, or I'm rolling in a bucket, but I bought me a Benz, ta-da, you know. Um, and just telling you, once again, continuing that thug style, uh, spitting them facts, got a cemetery full of brothers. Uh, I buried and it's going down. Even now I wonder, will I be around? My hometown is a gutter. I was born and wild and came up with the dust in my heartless style. Hits the chorus again. Now my favorite is the third verse because I love the way he flows on this one. I love when he comes in like, I remember uptown running, catch the kiss, listening to Mr. Magic, cutting up the hits. And even though I had a habit, making 
words rhyme while I was caught up in the madness. Juvenile thugs come up. I tell the whole story, nothing but the truth. Halloween throwing eggs from the project roof. Uh, so he's painting you a picture of, you know, back in the day, he's listening to Mr. Magic uh, throwing eggs off the project roof, you know, and uh, during Halloween. Remembering mama's cooking, no school, straight hooking. Uh, so he didn't go to fucking school, you know what I'm saying? And trying to get the light skin because she good looking. And just, you know, I like that shit. Hits the fucking chorus again, goes over these. Ends don't know my style, crooked style. And uh, dope ass song. Again, out of them all, uh, his rapping is awesome. The beat's pretty like laid back and plain, but nothing wrong with it. It's still a dope ass song. I do like it. Number five. Thug Style, off the album, Remember Me, Are You Still Down, Disc 1, Tupac, uh, play that shit. I remember uptown, catch a kiss and listening to Mr. Magic, cutting up the hits and even though I had a habit, making words rhyme, I was caught up in the madness, juvenile rhymes, come on, I tell a whole story, nothing but truth, Halloween, throwing eggs from the project groups and beat me, young G, would have get the gap, trying to hook up with the hookers who was quick to stab, remember, mama's cooking, We are back, and that leads us into the next track, number six. Where do we go from here? An interlude. Um, and this one is he's talking, and he's kind of talking in that soldier voice. So on Tupacalypse now, he and, and on Strictly for My Ends, he's got that deep voice. I they call it the soldier. Uh, this one's produced by Tony Pizarro and Tupac. Um, and honestly, he. You you kind of just skip it, uh, but he is talking a lot of a lot of shit in here. So you know he comes in like, guess who's back? Here we go. It's ninety four. Uh, what's next? Um, and you hear a lot of that. I did forget to say you even hear it on the last song, Thug Style, where he goes, "You ever hear the phrase all up in the Kool Aid and don't know the flavor? Well, y'all all up in my LP and don't know, you know, uh, don't know what's going on, basically." And so he even says on that last song, I did forget to mention the mention this that he's like, um, you know, this is album number three. So obviously he planned on having that. You know, he goes, motherfuckers, I'll be up in my LP and don't know the beat. That's what I was trying to say. And then he goes, all right, album number three. Uh, so again, you'll hear shit like that. You'll hear him say '94 a lot and everything. So obviously he starts out number six by being like, it's gonna be. It's, here we go, it's 94, what's next? Then he goes, I guess this year gonna be a motherfucker for real ends. I swear these play haters done got a taste of power. And he just kind of keeps talking, keeps talking. I'm not gonna go through everything that he's talking about. He's kind of just talking about crooked cops. You know, the same shit that he's usually always talking about, you know? We stood together April of 92 with duty and the sense of honor. Now there's no limit. We can't. Now there's no limit to what we can achieve. Basically, just going like, man, we need to get together. We need to fuck, you know, fuck these fake ass bitches, fuck all these crooked ass cops, you punk ass snitches, you know, fuck y'all. You know, but that's it. That's what it is in a in a in a nutshell. Says peace to Cato, and uh, you know, ends it like that. And he, that's that's pretty much all it is in '94 and more. What we gonna do for us? Uh, I do skip this because there's no rapping. It is him talking. Not that you shouldn't listen to it at least once. Just kind of listen to the stuff he's talking about. That is cool. But after you've heard it a couple times, you just kind of skip by it. So let's play that clip. Where do we go from here? The interlude off of the album. Are you still down? Remember me. Disc number one from Tupac. 
play that shit. I guess this shit gonna be a motherfucker for real, niggas. I swear this playhead is about to take the power. That leads us into number seven, one of his singles, uh, I Wonder If Heaven Got a Ghetto. This one is from uh, Soul Shock and Carlin. So the remix, again, the original is from Layla. And you can hear some similarities. But I got to be honest with you. A lot of people are like, oh, I love the Layla one. And the Layla one's good. But to me, this is the best version of I Wonder If Heaven Got a Ghetto, personally. It's got the little piano coming in like, ding, 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 ding. I wonder if heaven got a ghetto. This was always one of my favorite songs off of this uh, double album, 100%. And, you know, he comes in with this cool-ass beat. I was raised a little young and doing bad shit. Talk much shit because I never had shit. I could remember being whooped in class. And if I didn't pass, mama whooped my ass. Wasn't my fault. Papa didn't plan it out. Broke out. Left me to be the man of the house. I couldn't take it. Had to make a profit. Found a block, got a Glock, and I clock grips. Making G's was my mission. Moving enough shit to get my mama out the kitchen. You know, just coming in like that. I love that shit. Uh, First verse is amazing, 100%. You know, I want G's, so you label me a criminal. And if I die, I wonder if heaven got a ghetto. And then it breaks into that hook again. I wonder if heaven got a ghetto. Comes into verse two. And that's what I'm saying. You know, he's not so aggressive on this. I love this. This is a lot like Changes. Uh, When we get to his third verse, it's literally a verse that was on changes. But nonetheless, verse two, you know, here on earth, tell me what's a black life worth. A bottle of juice is no excuse. The truth hurts. So there you go. He's talking about Latasha again. You know, a bottle of juice is no excuse. And even when you take the shit, move counties, get a lawyer. You can take, you can shake the shit. Ask Rodney, Latasha, and many more. It's been going on for years. There's plenty more. When you ask me, when will the violence cease? When your troops stop shooting ends down in the streets, you know, basically like, hey, when is this violence going to cease? Yeah, well, when your guys stop shooting us down in the streets, then maybe, you know, shouting out Rodney and Latasha there again. Uh, ends had enough time to make uh, time to make a difference. Bear witness on our own business. Um, comes in, even talks about the ride a little bit. First we couldn't afford shit, now everything's free, so we loot. Please don't shoot when you see. I'm taking from them, because for years they would take from me. Now the tables have turned around. You didn't listen until the ends burned it down. And now Bush can't stop the hit. I predicted this shit on Tupacalypse. I love that. That's a powerful-ass line right there. 100%, and the streets is death row. I wonder if heaven got a ghetto. I love this fucking song, guys. This song is so good. And like I said, I think this is the best version, me personally. Some might disagree, but I absolutely think it goes amazing with this beat. And then he hits that verse that we all know. It's on changes. His verse three is, I see no changes. All I see is racist faces. Misplaced hate makes disgrace to racist. We under, I wonder what it takes to make this. One better place, let's see race to wasted. Take the evil out the people that be acting right. It's both black and white, be smoking crack tonight. And the only time we deal is when we kill each other. It takes skill to be real, time to heal each other. You know, rolling in like that. One of the most powerful verses in hip hop. 
I do think this verse sounds better on changes, but it still sounds better on here. You know, I wake up in the morning and I ask myself, is life worth living? Should I blast myself? I'm tired of being poor. Even worse, I'm black. My stomach hurts, so I'm looking for a purse to snatch. Um, Yo, I mean, come on. That's one of the most amazing verses in hip-hop so don't sit there and tell me that the man ain't a lyricist you feel that shit once again yes this is me attacking all you pock haters out there if y'all don't like it you know what to do find the nearest store find uh the nearest buffet and eat a buffet of dicks you know what i'm saying you puss <laughs> anyway i'm rolling with Pac all day yeah you got i wonder if heaven got a ghetto and if it does he's up there right now rocking that shit all right, so let's play that motherfucking clip. I wonder if Heaven Got a Ghetto off the album. Are you still down? Remember me. Disc number one, Tupac Shakur, 97. Hit it. I was raised a little young nigga doing bad shit. Talk much shit because I never had shit. I could remember being whooped in class. And if I didn't pass, mama whooped my ass. Was it my fault? Papa didn't plan it out. Broke out, left me to be the man in the house. I couldn't take it. Had to make a profit. Found a block, got a clock, and I clocked bricks. Making these was my mission. Moving up for this shit to get my mama out the kitchen. And why must I stop? And we are back. God damn, that is a fucking great song right there. I love that song. But you want to know what? I love this next song even fucking more. I absolutely, 100% love this next song. Number eight, Nothing to Lose. It's Tupac and the Live Squad on production. So this beat has pretty much not been messed with at all. It's been cleaned up, maybe a few things added, but it's pretty much uh, the same. And you got Y&V doing some singing and the hook, but man, this, this, I don't know, this beat, I absolutely love the beat on this, and the energy he has, I've always loved this song since the first day I've heard this album, and it just comes right in, there's no like intro, nothing, it just comes, the only way to change me is let me blow my brains out, stuck in the middle of the game to get the pain out, pray to my God every day, but he don't listen, the poverty bothers me, my mama's working wonders in the kitchen, listen, I can hear her crying in the bedroom, praying for money, but never would have, she'd be dead soon, uh, just rolls in like that, am I wrong, for wishing I was somewhere else, I'm 13, can't feed myself, can I blow Blame daddy cause he left me Wish he would've hugged me too much like him So my mama don't love me on my own at an early age You know, rolling like that You hear V like, you know Coming in harmonizing like ooh, ooh, And rolling and the beat is just dope as fuck And he gets to the end, do or die Walk a mile in my shoes And you'd be crazy too With nothing to lose Sampling the DLC I got raw when I came to Cali Got nothing to lose Then they sample Ice Cube going That's why I got gang related rhymes And the hook And uh, they got the beautiful piano playing The beat is absolutely lovely He comes in, verse 2 is my favorite verse Off this whole thing I thank the Lord for my many blessings Though I'm stressing, keep a vest for protection from a barrel of a Smith and Wesson, and all my ends in the pen. Here we go again. Ain't nothing separating us from a Mac 10. Born in the ghetto as a hustler, holder, straight soldier, bucking at them busters. No matter how they try, ends never die. We just retaliate with hate, then we multiply. See me stalking down the block, hitting corners, mobbing like a motherfucker, living like I wanna. Ain't no stopping at the red lights. I'm sideways, thug life, motherfucker, crime pays. Let the cops put their lights on, you know. Just rolling in like that. I love it. He ends it the same way. 
Do or die, walk a mile in my shoes, and you'd be crazy too. With nothing to lose, hit your hook again. Your verse three is ain't no escape from a deadly fate. And every day there's a million black bodies put away. I'm starting to lose hope. It seems everybody's on dope. Mama told me to leave because she was broke. Sometimes I choke off the endo, creeping out the window alone on my own. I'm a criminal. So you feel that shit again. If you have watched uh, his new thing that just came out from the Hughes brothers, Dear Mama, uh, I haven't quite finished it all yet, but, you know, I've watched a few episodes, and you see from the beginning, like, all the shit that, from an early age, you know, no dad, his mom ended up being addicted to crack, and he was just kind of navigating shit on his own, and, you know, he poured that shit into his music, and you hear it on this, even if it is over a nice, you know, beat or whatever, and he gets done with that one, hits the cook, and then I love at the end, he goes, oh, they wonder what type and be a thug life, and... Uh, we'd be the craziest motherfucker, you know, uh, samples, you know, it says it again, ah, man, I don't know if you can't tell, but I fucking love this song, so let's play that clip, nothing to lose, off the album, are you still down, remember me, disc one, Tupac, hey, yo, Pac, take that away. The only way to change me is maybe put my brains out, stuck in the middle of the game, to get the pain out, pray to my God every day, but he don't listen to poverty policy, but mama's working one just in the kitchen, listen, I can hear a crying in the bedroom, praying for money, whatever people, she be dead soon, am I wrong, for wishing I was somewhere else, I'm 13, can't feed myself, can I play daddy, cause he left me, wish he would've hugged me too much like him, so my mama don't love me, I'm a we are back, man. Got nothing to lose. And guess what, though? Guess what? It just gets even fucking... Oh, man. This next one. I Number nine is a song called I'm Getting Money. So this is the one that has the same lyrics as Straight Ball. And the only thing that's really different is when he ends his verse, he says, I'm getting money wearing Straight Ball. And he just says, I'm Straight Ball. And, um, and they're two completely different beats. He's way more laid back in Straight Ballin'. He is not laid back in this one. He is coming for your motherfucking head on this one. You got Mike Mosley on the production with Nature's Finest. Uh, this is one of the best songs Pac's ever made, okay? I'm going to say that right now. You hear it come in, you know, get money, yeah. Dedicate this one to all the hustlers that get up every motherfucking morning and put their work in. I see you. I see you. And then all of a sudden, that fucking shit breaks in. I'm up before the sunrise. I'll to hit the block. Little bad motherfucker with a pocket full of rocks. Learn to throw them things. Get my skinny little ass kicked. Ends laugh till the first motherfucker got blasted. I put the end in his casket. I mean, he's coming out just swinging. Every time I hear this song, I get hype as a motherfucker. This is a dope-ass workout song. Song. Me and my brother always have loved this fucking song. It's fucking great, all right? Verse 2, he's doing the same shit, you know, and he ends it, you know, they can never take the life from a young G. I'm getting money. Uh, and then hits that's got a dope ass little beat, a little guitar playing. Um, you know, and he's going like, Yeah, get paid, get paid. Still a parole, and then the first end swerving, put some liquor on the curve for my homies that deserve it. If they want to make a million, gotta stay dealing, gotta boom around the way. Yo, today I'll make a kill and uh, rolling in like that. Uh, and then, like I said, it's for the hustlers, you know, make money, get that money, you know what I'm saying? So it stays with balling too, because he's basically balling. Um, and so it works out, but man, this one's got way more, uh, way more energy. And, uh, you know, they could never take the game from a young G. I'm getting money. 
uh, rolls into your third verse. Damned if I do and damned if I and don't. Now watch a young motherfucker pull the trigger too. Raise up and don't let him see you cry. Dry your eyes, young end. Now it's do or die. I pack a pistol in my pocket, ready with my Glock. Ain't time for an end to even cock shit. You know, just rolling in. I'm telling you guys, the energy on this shit is so fucking hard. And there's that part where the beat breaks down. Like, yeah, the beat's nuts. Goes perfect over Pac shit. Like, yo, this one, it's it's hard to deny. This is one of the best fucking songs on this album, Disc 1. Now, I'm a fan of Disc 2. I think Disc 2 is better than Disc 1. But between uh, I Wonder If Heaven Got a Ghetto and uh, Nothing to Lose and this one, like, bruh, like, come on now. Especially these last two, this one and, and Nothing to Lose. That That's... I, you can't you can't take nothing away from it. Let's play that motherfucking clip. Number nine, I'm getting money from Tupac off the album. Are you still down? Remember me, disc one. Yo, Pac, fuck these motherfuckers up. I'm up before the sunrise, first hit the block, little bad motherfucker with a pocket full of rocks. Learn to throw them back, give a skinny little ass kick. Niggas laugh to the first motherfucker got blasted. I'm with the nigga in his casket, and now they covering the plastic, plastic. I smoke. Damn, you can't keep hitting them like that, Pac, and expect them to understand that shit. God damn, I'm getting money. Love that motherfucking song right there. Uh, and that leads us into our next track, number 10, Lie to Kick It, featuring Richie Rich. So now we're on some smooth type of playa type shit. Uh, and this one's produced by Warren G. So once again, it's not the original, but again, I think this is better than the original. Kind of has the same beat as G's and Hustlers that Snoop Dogg had on his album, on his debut, Doggy Style. Obviously, it's the same kind of uh, rhythm of it, but it's not the same sample. Uh, Warren G does his thing. And this one is just, you know, some. you ain't got to lie to kick it to the tricks and the bitches out to get it ends riches. You know, he comes in, yo, they should, I, I want to dedicate this one to my man Mike Tyson, you know. And then they go, when you ain't got to lie to kick it, uh, rolling in like that. Richie Ritz starts it off, and he does his thing. Jack of all trades, balling like Jordan, you punk. Fake inside the paint. In fact, you can't do half the shit that you claim in the country, you know. Richie Ritz is real smooth. He hits you with that smooth shit. They come in with the chorus, you ain't got to lie to kick it. Then Pac comes in like, you ain't got to lie to kick it. Y'all don't hear me. And of course, Pac steals the show, right? Uh, and he rips this shit the fuck up, letting you know all these fake people. You try to, you're trying to lie to kick it to this, that, and whatever. And uh, hey, they wonder why it ends nothing nice. Because every time I bust a nut, I fuck for Tyson. <laughs> and then he laughs, you know. And he's like, I pray to God that a bitch don't get no dick. Because I'm an end scheming. Because I'm an end screaming, fuck that bitch. So you know, they on some fuck a bitch shit. They also on some fuck a trick shit. Because you trying to lie to kick that shit. And then the third verse is Richie Rich and Tupac going back and forth, you know. Well, a bitch will be a bitch, then a trick will be a trick. I got my end, Richie Rich, and we be all up in the mix. This is thug life, baby, rolling holes like Vos. Stay the fuck out of mine, and I'll stay out of yours. It's an Oakland thing, bitch, you wouldn't understand. Uh, and I love how, you know, they go back and forth. It's real ill. This is a dope-ass song, too. 
Uh, and him, Richie Rich, and Tupac go back and forth real nice. Uh, it's, yeah, you know, you ain't got to lie to kick it to the tricks and the bitches. You know what I mean? That's some classic Pac shit right there. These are like some songs that are definitely early going into uh, what I call the death row era. Um, definitely some some real, real early signs of that. But anyway, let's play that clip. Number 10, Lie to Kick It, featuring Richie Rich off the album, Are You Still Down? Disc number one, Tupac. Let's go. You ain't got the lie to kick it. Y'all don't hear me? I got these niggas yakking in my face about some shit that never took place. And what you see is what you get. That's what he told me. I peeped it in his pose. Exposed the fucking phony. I'm getting riches, so they claim to be my homie with them bitches. They were freaking down. No, man. Hey, it's getting drastic. Gunning niggas down because they plastic. And we are back, and that leads us into number eleven, a song called "Fuck All Y'all." Pretty, pretty straight and straight, straight to the point, right there, right? This is a We Got Kids production, so not the original. Um, here's the thing with this song: I used to really love this song when I was younger. When I first heard this song, I used to think this song was funny because at the beginning, um, you know, it's somebody going like "Fuck, fuck all y'all," and I for say, you know, I used to think that shit was funny. And he comes in like, money gone, fuck friends. I need a homie that know me when all these motherfucking cops be on me. I got problems. Ain't nobody calling back. Now what the fuck is happening with my ball and cats? Remember me? I'm your homie that was down to brawl. Sipping Hennessy and hanging with the clowns, you know. Kind of just him calling out people like, ah, you fake motherfuckers. Now that I'm going through shit, y'all gone. Straight busted and can't be trusted. Fuck all y'all. So this is just Tupac's, you know. And it's funny because it's a laid back verse and he's not coming with a lot of uh, aggression. So you'd think on a song like this, he'd be coming with like a lot of aggression, right? But he's not. It's just kind of laid back. And he's like, you know, fuck y'all. Verse two is, uh, I'm sipping Tangeray and juice. What's the use? Cause I'm a hopeless thug. Ain't no love reminiscing on how close we was way back before they put the crack in the way. And hey, you know, like kind of just, it's funny because he is just saying fuck all y'all. But it's over this uh, just real mellow ass uh, kind of beat and the way he's rapping is mellow too. It's still a good song. I don't, it used to be like my favorite off of disc one. It's really not my favorite anymore, uh, but it's still it's still a nice change of pace after all this like heat that was coming to just, you know, lay back a little bit, but still be like, man, fuck y'all. You know, too many problems on my own, so I'm rolling dolo. Fuck all y'all. You know, in 94, I'd be going solo. And, you know, that's just, a, you know, the, the sample. I thought I had friends but I ain't got no fucking friends, you know, and uh, fuck all y'all, fuck all y'all. Verse three, I went from rags to riches, quick to socializing with the baddest bitches, went from a bucket to rags with switches, I see death around the corner, I'll be bumping Gloria, doing 90 cause I wanna. Uh, so you will hear some like shit that he said, uh, cause you know, again, these songs weren't really ever gonna be used technically, some of them, so you will hear some reused lyrics. Kind of like you did with I Wonder If Heaven Got a Ghetto with that third verse and other things. And you will hear him say, uh, you know, doing 90 and this, that and whatever. Uh, But that's fine. I mean, it's done in a different way. It never really bothered me anyway. And, you know, know, he ends his third verse by saying, I'm screaming thug life and fuck all y'all. 
and just kind of has a little thing going out, just him being like, fuck all y'all, fuck y'all, you fake friends, you know, whatever. And again, it sounds like he'd be aggressive about it, but he's just kind of laid back like, I don't give a fuck, fuck all y'all. So anyway, let's play that clip. Number 11, fuck all y'all from Tupac off the album. Are you still down? Remember me, disc number one. Let's go. Money gone, fuck friends. I need a homie that know me when all these motherfucking cops be on me. I got problems. Ain't nobody calling back. Now what the fuck is happening with my ball and cash? Remember me? I'm your homie that was down the brawl. Sipping Hennessy, hanging with the clowns and all. We used to do was drink, brew, screw, and come a new. We had bitches by the dozens. We fucking cousins. You can throw your middle finger. And we are back. And that leads us into our next track, number 12. Let them thangs go. Uh, I really like this one. So we got We Got Kids production again on this uh, on this beat. So obviously it's probably not the original beat, like I've said. But one thing I do like about this, this is one of his older songs. So you can kind of hear uh, even the shit that he's talking about. His voice is a little bit more high pitch. So this is definitely probably in that 92 uh, era. And... Um, but he, he goes for a little bit of a quicker flow on this. And I like this, you know, throw them things, throw them things. Dim, 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 dim. The quicker the end can go on, the faster the end can get his dough on. And then I hit my flow on, a hoe on. Them ends don't even know what goes on, trying to fuck with my clothes on. Uh, you know, I, I like it. The beat's pretty dope, um, you know, and then he rolls. It's just a quick little, little uh four bar six bar verse and he comes in like are you ready for my flow hit me ho are you ready for my flow hit me stop fronting motherfucker let them things go i'm quick to kill it and any end feel me and you can't fade me i'm way too fucking real my end to apocalypse now still down for the underground ends get clown when i come around so you know he's still call it out to apocalypse still down with the underground that's why i think this one is one of the older ones for sure uh, hits the hook again. So this is a real kind of short song, um, honestly, uh, where it's just like these short little verses. Verse 3, you're wondering and thundering from trouble. I'm coming from the rubble when I hit you from the lower level. Hit him once, f- fucking DM two times, popping like a two nods with my new rhymes. Uh, and, you know, this one is one that you, uh, out of them all, you know, out of them all, definitely one of the weaker ones. But I do like the flow he's going for. I do like the beat. I think it is pretty like legit, honestly. Uh, I do like his first, uh, his his last verse, verse four. I'm quick to spit the shit and get you open straight out of Oakland. Fuck the law and get your jaw broken. But 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 bang bang and it's a stick up. D turn to kick up and I'm ready to get my shit up. Uh, I like how he comes in just straight out of Oakland. Uh, Am I hype, hype, hype? Am I hype enough? Uh, I, I love the f- different flow. He definitely shows uh, his versatility on there. By the way, that's not his last verse. He does have a verse after that, a verse five. They're just these real short verses, so he always comes in. If you're ready for the flow, hit me. And then, uh, yes, yeah, some of you ends are bitches too. Little square motherfuckers trying to get to who? Uh, you know, rolling up like that. For the tramps, I be trying to jerk an end off. Fuck that trick. For the rollers, that be trying to irk an end. Fuck that. Fuck the cops. Uh, and, you know, your classic pock shit, right? Uh, it is, like I said, out of the other songs, a little bit more forgettable. But one thing I do like, I do think the beat is pretty dope. I do think We Got Kids production actually did a really good job. Not much is known about them, but I think they did a damn good job. I like Pac ripping his shit. It's a hype-ass track. I like it. 
Uh, it's just not as strong as the other ones on disc one. But nonetheless, let's play that clip. Number 12, Let Them Thangs Go from Tupac off the album. Are You Still Down? Remember Me, disc number one. Hit it. The quicker the nigga can go on, the faster nigga can get his dough on. Then I can hit my blow and get my hoe on. The nigga don't know what goes on. They tryna fuck with all they clothes on. Then act up when all the hoes gone. Are you ready for my flow, hit man? Are you ready for my flow, hit man? Are you ready for my flow, hit man? Stop running, motherfucker, let them things go. I'm quick to kill a nigga, any nigga feel me, nigga. You can't fake me, I'm way too fucking real, nigga. And we are back if you're ready for the flow, hit man. And that leads us to the last track. On disc one, so there's 13 songs on each disc. I did forget to mention that, naturally. But uh, we are at our last one. This one is Definition of a Thug End. So this was the one that was on um, the uh, Poetic Justice soundtrack. You got Tupac and Warren G as the producer. Um, So it's just cleaned up, right? It's the same beat, but it just sounds a lot more crisper, a little bit different. I'm a big fan of this song. I've always really liked this song. I think it's one of the best songs on disc one. And it comes in like nobody's closing me out of my business, business. And one of the reasons I like it so much is it's sampling Wind Parade. Same sample that Black Moon did uh, for Buck'em Down. I've always loved that uh sample it's amazing so he comes in like that i'll play the card i was given thank god i'm still living pack a nine till it's time to go to prison as i'm balling down the block and the that i come from still got a pack a gun case some young motherfuckers want to play dumb i guess i live forever juggling because i'll be hustling till the early morn because i'm struggling um you know rolling up in there basically like the you know, it speaks for itself. He's just talking about some thuggish ass shit, his definition of a thug, and hits the hook, and you got the, tis the season to be serving. What you doing, sample Snoop, going mobbing like a motherfucker. Uh, dope ass hook, I like it. Verse two is definitely the dopest off the whole song. Well, I roll with the crew of zoo ends. They're quick to pull a nine when it's time to do ends. Coming through with my two ends. A true end. Fuck a zigzag. Roll me a blunt and pass the brew end. Uh, I love that because I was always a blunt guy over a joint guy anyway. So I lived by that one. Uh, fuck a zigzag. Roll me a blunt. Uh, always loved that one. Uh, and the beat is rolling. Pox riding this one for sure. Dope as fuck. And again... Like I said, this one was already on a soundtrack, but it definitely uh, is cleaned up. Sounds way, way doper. You know, verse three, short than a motherfucker, snatched up by one time. Make a phone call and be back to ball by lunchtime. I mean, that's ill. That's a dope ass line. And, you know, I love the way, you know, he ends this shit, you know, find a spot so we can serve them all. My definition of a thug and or kind of the way he ends his second verse before I go broke, I'll be a drug dealer, a thug. And and I love that shit. This is a dope ass song. Great way. I'm glad they actually put it on. Are you still down? Because a lot of people may not have went out and got above the rim or I'm sorry, poetic justice. Well, poetic justice. They probably did go get that soundtrack, but uh, it's always nice because some people didn't go get soundtracks. I wasn't always someone who went and got soundtracks, and then you discover songs, and you're like, ah, shit, I, you know, I never got that. Like, uh, But nonetheless, I'm glad it's on here. Poetic Justice actually was a good hip-hop soundtrack. Didn't make my top five, but it was close. Uh, but anyway, um, still glad they put it on here. Fantastic fucking uh, song. Absolutely love it. Glad it was on here, like I've said. Anyway... Let's play that clip, number 13, 
definition of a thug and from Tupac off the album Are You Still Down Remember Me Disc 1 Let's go Well I roll with a crew of zoo niggas The put the pull a nine when it's time to do niggas coming through like a two niggas a true nigga fuck a zigzag roll me a blunt and pass the broom nigga I'm driving drunk on the freeway so take it easy looking for a new face to skis man everybody's looking for a nut but I'm searching for the big bucks give a fuck rather die than be stuck in a one room shack and we are back. That is disc one, ladies and gentlemen. So you got the backstory. We went through disc one. Next week is probably going to be a lot shorter because I'm not going to go through the history. We're just going to roll right into it. But to maintain true, because these are two different discs. And growing up, you had to pick and choose which one do I want to listen to. Do you go back to back? I definitely listen to disc two the most. But some of my favorite songs are on disc one. Does that make sense? Disc 2 has the better lineup, and it has possibly my favorite song. But this one uh, was still a hell of a fucking Disc 1, you know, with nothing to lose and some of these bangers on there. So I am going to pick three that I'm going to take off of Disc 1, and I'm going to pick my best three. So I really want to take Redemption and uh, that interlude off, but I guess they're not technically songs, right? So I can't take them off. So here's the songs I will take off, though. Despite how much I liked it when I was a kid, um, I am going to take number 11, Fuck All Y'all Off. Uh, it, is, it went from being my favorite to probably my least favorite on this album, just me personally. I am going to take Let Them Thangs Go as much as I really do like that song, too. But I can't take some of these other ones off, uh, so I will have to take that one off. And then it's crazy because uh, it's a dope, but the beat, is not as great as it could be. Uh, so I am going to take number five thug style off too. I know I'll probably get some flack for that because that is some of his hardest shit. But to me, those are the three. So just to go through it again, number five thug style and number 11, fuck all y'all and number 12, let them things go to me on this album. Those are my uh, at the bottom and there's nothing wrong. Cause they're still, you know, let them things go is dope. Uh, obviously thug style is really dope and fuck all y'all is dope in its own way but that's just me personally if we're just talking about disc one um when it comes to my favorite songs on here uh well i mean come on now it's it's it, they're right in a row literally they're well you know yeah they're right in a row to me uh hellraiser is intense i love it open fire and are you still down the song are amazing songs, and obviously I just said how much I love Definition of a, thun, a Thug End, but to me, uh, they're right in a row right here. Number seven, I wonder if heaven got a ghetto. You gotta have that in the top one. That's such a strong song. Uh, number eight, Nothing to Lose. That one is probably my favorite song off this disc. One of my favorite Pac songs in general. And then uh, number nine, I'm getting money is just so motherfucking ill and so intense. I'm up before the sunrise, first to hit the block. I mean, that shit gets me hype every time I hear it. That That's in my top three, personally. So to go through it again, I wonder if heaven got a ghetto, number seven. Number eight, nothing to lose. And number nine, I'm getting money. Those are my top three off disc one. Um, so, you know, that's that's disc one, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, stay tuned because next week we do in disc two and disc two is a fucking power pack disc we saved the best for last and i guess they must have known the same thing right but nonetheless this is still damn good um 
even my bottom three are good ass songs but my top three that's that's my top three personally i understand if anyone else has a different 100 because there's some damn good songs on here and uh you know it's a it's a great it's a great album even though he didn't have any input on it nonetheless you know it came out i think he would have been okay with it i think he'd be proud of it honestly and what they did with it production's on point as far as i'm concerned uh but yeah so as usual, make sure you click subscribe, like, and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Bring the Noise Podcast. Stay tuned for part two of Are You Still Down? Disc number two coming up next week. As always, I am Straight the Clippa, and I am Audi 5000. Peace. One, two, three,